Hello and welcome to the final day 12 of the Massive Attack 12 Days of a Christmas Oddities. I'm Joe. I'm Mitch. And tonight we are going to end with something truly odd for our list of oddities. Yeah. Way back when we started our first 12 Days of Christmas, mm. we kind of mentioned that we weren't going to be looking at Rankin-Bass specials. Yes, we were trying to look for alternatives to the classics. But now, we are looking at a Rankin-Bass special. But it's still an alternative to the oh, classics. Oh, it's very much an alternative. We are I looking... did not know about this one. No, me either. But we are looking at 1985's The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. That classic story. Yeah. Apparently. Well, this is based on a 1902 novel by L. Frank Baum, the writer of The The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, Hmm. and renowned racist against Native Americans, apparently. (laughs) Look that up on Wikipedia. It was a different time. It was. But this is the story of a bunch of immortals giving immortality to... A human. A mortal. Claws who was a child, and became Santa Claus. Okay, so it starts off with the Great Ack. Ack. (laughs) The Great Ack is a wizard. He is. Antlers. He is a a woodsman. He is the greatest woodsman. Um, Not a pants man. He's a woodsman. And there's a gathering of the immortals, which sounds like a wrestling (laughs) pay-per-view, but it's not. So you've got this, he's there and he goes, I've got a lot to bring up today. And then you get a flashback. So all the immortals have arrived and it's the wood nymphs and there's the wind spirit sprites and the spirit of sleep. And there's all these, you know, a lot of um, spirit of mortal people yep. there. And he goes, and they go, we're here to listen. Let us know. Now, this is Rankin Bass. So you, if you know any of the Rankin Bass stories, they look like Rankin Bass, but also a little bit weird. Like the wind spirit looks like a leaf. He looks like a villain. If, He's if cool. You... Before we jump too far into it. So this is what they considered, I think the term they use is animagic. Stop motion animation. Anyway. Yeah, but it's a production company that Rankin Bass had set up in Japan. Yeah. And when this came out in 1985, it was actually the last of the... Rankin-Bass Productions. Rankin-Bass. In this stop-motion Yeah, stop-motion stop. Yeah, so he's there and it's like, I've got a proposal to put together. And it's like, well, we're here to listen, great act. So then he goes back and tells the story that 50 years earlier, he, there was a child in the woods, a mortal child. And he went out and found it. And he protected it and said, all right. He gave a lioness to look after it. And said, "You got to look after this. That's fine, and that's all well and good." Then one of the and he was he was talking to the the table of immortals at that point there, and one of the wood nymphs goes, "I want to check out what's a baby." And it's like, "Well, the babies we've never been one. We're always as we are." And so she runs off and she actually takes the baby. I was like, "What is it? I just wanted to see it. I want to raise it." And they're going, "Oh, okay. Well, let's let's." Let the experiment go. So they yep. do. Anyway, we're talking, this is in a matter of minutes. Minutes, yeah. This, Very early stories. Like, okay, so she does. And it's like, well, he's getting old now. I think he needs to learn the way of the mortal. So he needs to go. So they send him off with his lioness and his friend, I don't know, Some dude with a big nose that speaks in multiple languages. So he goes off and they go to the world of the mortals to learn the way of the mortals. And they go to the land of Ho-Ho-Ho-Ha-Ha or something like that. The The Valley valley. of Ho-Ho-Ha-Ha or something. So that's all well and good. They go there, he learns. And great, actually, before they do that, the great act takes him on the journey of the world to show him that first. Yep. And he says, grab hold of my crotch. Cling tenaciously to my buttocks. Yeah, he, literally, that's what he does. And he takes off like a superhero. Yeah. flies. And, and they're invisible. And they see, see things going on. So he sees some samurais, like children samurais, training in Japan. Yep. And they go, why are they fighting? They're playing it because they're not playing their training. And it's like, oh, why are they fighting so much? Then there were knights fighting at some point. There were beggars. 
there's like they've got no money, they've got no this. Why? So people are fighting for causes. It's like this is not a good place. So well, that's fine. So he ends up goes to the land of the ho ha hum or whatever it is. Yeah. Finds it and he's hanging out. He's got his mates there. He gets a pet cat. He does. There's a kid dying outside in the snow, so he brings him in, gets him back to, you know, nurses him back to health and carves him or whittles him like a, a dog, a cat. A cat. That looks yep. like his cat and paints it and it's all excited. And the kid loves it and goes, this is awesome. Maybe I should make more of these for more children because children are great. So they go, okay, so it's the first toy. He's yep. made the first toy. And there's a pretty cool musical number that the kids sing while they're looking at this toy cat. About this cat, yes. yeah. It does go on a little good. bit. Then he goes on and then he gets, starts making more toys and he wants to just give them to kids. That's what he wants to do because Klaus is great. So that's good. Doing all that sort of shit. He starts giving them away. Then for some reason there's this bad spirit guy who doesn't want him to have toys. No. And they kind of throw a brick through the window with a note with tied toys. to it. Yes. Literally they saying, stop making, stop, toys. Yeah, stop making toys or we'll make your life hell. But I don't know why they don't want him to make toys. I, didn't, I never got that. I wasn't paying attention. Obviously. Because they were goblins or something and they didn't want people to have fun. Yeah. So anyway. They were the fun toys. Yeah. So... He kept making toys, and then he ended up getting help with the wood nymphs, and all these people were helping him make toys, and he was trying to give them to the kids, and he kept getting railroaded or mugged or whatever. They kept taking the toys off him. Yeah. But he kept persisting. He did. He, nevertheless, he persisted. Yeah. So he fights the evil creatures, and we're not going to say names here because all of the characters in this have just the most stupidest names you could ever imagine mm. because it is by the dude that wrote Wizard of Oz. Yep. You can have a read of the wiki and it explains all of the names, but again, majority of them, unpronounceable. Yep. But the leader of these evil creatures, basically they are the influences of bad kids to make kids do bad things. Mm-hmm. And that's why they don't want him to have the toys. Okay. So, yeah, they, they decide that they can turn invisible as well. So they go and steal these toys off Santa. And there's a little bit of hilarity ensues as Santa and his little lioness and his mate go and try and get the toys back. Yeah, that all happens. And then it comes down to a point where it's like, we've got to, the immortals go, we've got to intervene here. So the great act goes and sees the bad guy and says, leave Santa alone or shit's going to go down. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 shit's going to go down. We're <laughs> going to fuck him up in three days time. And they go, no, no, you won't. I'm going to bring my friends and we're going to fuck you up. And he goes, you bring your friends. Let's do it. <laughs> and he goes and gets the great axe. So he's a woodsman. He is. Yeah. So, and his name's the Great Ack, and he has the Great Axe. And he brings it out and goes, cut well, my friend. And it's like, what the fuck is happening here? And then Game of Thrones-esque. Yeah. It's a big fucking battle. So you've got these, the bad guys all look very, I'm assuming Tim Burton was influenced by these guys. Like yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas characters were very look like the bad guys a lot, with the boggly eyes and the faces. And but they're very much sort of goblins, orcs mm. sort of thing. They're, they're dark creatures with lots of spikes and spiked shoulder pads and ugly looking so You've got the wood nymphs and the sprites versus them. And then a fucking dragon turns up on the bad guy's side. So he flies up and a wood nymph's there and she's got a stick. And he's like breathing fire. She points a stick at it. The fire inverts, turns around, burns the dragon to nothing. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And then this big ogre sort of thing comes up to one of the sprites. I think the animal sprite or whatever. Yeah. And he shrinks him down. Yeah. And then chases him off. Then one person turned a dude into a flower that wilted and died. I was like, what the 
fuck is going on here? And then there was a big guy, um, like bat guy flying in at the Axeman. And he pulled the axe up. It's like, is he going to fucking do it? He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And he holds the axe there. And then He-Man style shoots out a beam. Instead of cutting it in half, he yeah. just shoots a beam and obliterates this dude. It's like, what the fuck is going on? This is a Christmas story. Why is there a, a Battle of Helm's Deep going on? Yeah. And... They win. The yep. bad guys that are left run away. And it's like, you're all clear to go. Go for it. Give your presents away, Santa. And he goes, thanks a lot. I've got too many fucking presents now. I can't pull the slate because he's weak. Yeah. And they go, all right. So the, the animal sprite dude goes, you can borrow me reindeers. All right. But you're going to have to guide them because they've never been out of the woods before. So they put him on a sleigh. Toys on. Off he goes. Well and good. But we're doing it at night this time because we're trying to do it during the day and that's when they got rattled and everything so they're doing it at night doors are locked you can't go in so he goes through a chimney and he's like I'm going to give some presents and he does that's great and he goes oh they're drying their stockings by the fire Fire, I'm going to put some presents in there so they can find them later a bit of Christmas there a bit of origins to the stockings by the fire then he goes in, gives a presents. It's all well and good. And they go around. They go, that was great. I want to do it every night. And they go, well, you can't do it every night. And he goes, can I borrow your reindeer again? He goes, no, you can't. <laughs> he goes, come on. It's for the children. Everyone's going, what'd you think of the yeah, children? Yeah, somebody think of the children. And they go, all right. One day a year. On Christmas Eve, you can do it then. One day of the year. And they go, all right, deal. Yep. So he does that. And that's the origin of Christmas. He's there. It's like, okay. Yeah. And they kind of do one little bit where they're decorating a tree and he puts the uh, the candle on top of the tree rather than a star or an angel. And there's a lot of like nods to the origins of Christmas. So your tree, you're hanging your stockings. Yeah. But there's no mention of religion whatsoever no. in this. No, so, it, except he's a saint. Exactly. And there's a couple of stages where there is churches just in the snow and they visit these churches. But mm. there's no correlation yeah. to the birth of Christ being Christmas or anything. Yeah. So we go back to the meeting of the immortals and it's like, well, that's 50 years on and the spirit of death is going to take claws away. Yeah. But I'm putting it to you, Council of Immortals, that we bequeath the mantle immort- of immortality. immortality to Santa Claus because he has brought joy to all the children of the world. And they all unanimously vote. Yep. And he becomes immortal and becomes one of, one of them. Yeah. And that's the story of Christmas, apparently, or of Santa Claus. Well, it's the story of Santa Claus. It's not the story of Christmas because that's a completely different story. But... As far as Rankin Bass and you know, Mr. Barmer confu- are concerned, it is the story of Santa Claus. Yeah, and it was crazy. It is. If, if anything, just the fight scene yeah, is enough like, for this. It's what like, is going on here? It's kind of cool and it's kind of Sad. a little bit slow, but then <laughs> all of a sudden slow. it just ramps up with this big fight. Yeah, so and it's, it's like, yeah, that's worth it. Like, I'm not going to watch this every year, but I reckon I will watch it again, I can tell you now, because it is a bit crazy. Yes, mm. and th- there is a really nice rip of it on Daily Motion, and there's a couple of other rips on YouTube that aren't quite as good. But yeah, if you can put up with the ads on Daily Motion, I would definitely suggest going and giving that a watch. Yeah, the animation is just brilliant. Well, American Bass has been around forever. And yeah, this was the last one they made, so it's it's good. Yeah, like I don't know if this will ever come out on DVD or anything like that because of the whole rights issues and the sale of Rankin Bass to like a, a couple of different companies since they folded. So it, I doubt there's probably ever going to be a legit copy of this ever again. Mm. But as I said, yeah, the rip that's on YouTube and the rip that's on Daily Motion is well worth it. So dig it up. Yep. And yeah, it's crazy. It's cool. fun. It's nice. And yeah, the animation style is brilliant. It looks really, really crisp. Yeah. I, that, I think it's a recommend. But I, it I'd might it be again. shit depending on your mindset. Because it is a bit long and a bit drawn out and a bit hokey. But there is some, like, what-the-fuck moments. And I do like the fact that the kind of different races are obviously 
carved differently or made differently for the puppets that they're animating mm. because they do feel very different. And as you said, there's the the spirit of the wind or something and, and he's got a face made of crushed leaves and kind of looks like a bad guy even though he's a good guy. Yeah. And it, it, the great Ack himself is a very imposing looking character. Mm. And for most of the program, like Claus is a child he looks like Obi-Wan from Obi. Well, I thought he looked like Chris Christopherson, actually. Well, but, later yeah. when he got older, but when he was middle-aged and just started growing the beard, he looked a bit like Obi-Wan Kenobi from The Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's not your traditional Santa Claus with his big white beard. He's, oh, he does get very, Oh, he does at the end. But doesn't he's have older. the red suit. No. No red suit. Had suspenders. Yeah. But yeah, he's just getting about in normal clothes with a kind of dirty blonde beard for most of it. <laughs> dirty blonde. Mm. Yeah, like that wouldn't have. She was kind of hot for a puppet. Yeah. Hmm. Not right. Cousin Mel hot for no, not quite. Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, but, no. you know. All right. Well, I think that's it. You've got Christmas to do, people. You Thank do. Thank you for sharing your Christmas with us again for another year, for 200-plus episodes. We have, yes. Yes, so thank you. So, yeah, have a nice Christmas. Stay safe. Yes. Enjoy your time with your family. Don't drink and drive. Or your non-family. Whoever it is you're sharing with. Your friends. Whoever you do spend your Christmas with. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, why the hell are you listening to 12 episodes where we're talking about Christmas specials? It's not always about Christmas. But anyway, have a great holiday season, people. We're going to take a little break and we will be back in early January, hopefully to do our top fives of 2019. And what we're looking forward to for 2020. Yeah. We're in fucking 2020 nearly. Oh, no. When we were kids and we talked about 2020, it was kind of like that was going to be the future. we talked about 2000 was the future. The year 2000. But no, we are now living in the future. Crazy. Well, and then, and then. So, on that note, have a good one. You too. And we will see you next year. Thank you, Mitch. Mitch.